Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're listening to the Simply Vegan podcast, the show that's all about making veganism easy, fun and accessible. Brought to you by the team at Vegan Food and Living, the UK's best-selling vegan magazine, you can catch us every Tuesday and every Thursday. Thanks for joining me for today's interview. I'm going to be chatting to Kath Short, who's a vegan nutritionist and personal trainer. We're talking about the explosion of vegan options in the supermarkets, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, um, how a whole food plant-based diet is naturally lower in fat and calories, what to eat to stay full, just everything you need to know about sort of maintaining a healthy weight and a healthy lifestyle on your plant-based diet. So before we get started with today's episode, let's just quickly talk about wine. As you probably know, not all wine is made vegan, but it can be really hard to tell what is or isn't vegan friendly when you're staring at the supermarket shelves. That's why we're currently obsessing over virgin wines. The award-winning online retailer has over 400 vegan certified wines on their books. And the best bit is they come from small independent vineyards and winemakers. We love that. These talented winemakers often work exclusively in partnership with Virgin Wines to create handcrafted and often organic wines that you won't find anywhere else. Whether it's red, white, rosé or sparkling that you're after, it's easy to set your preferences on the website to vegan so that every wine you see is suitable to buy. They will also be delivered straight to your door, making life and wine shopping that little bit more enjoyable. Virgin Wines offer a unique club called Wine Bank, a premium wine service which allows you to save money each month and spread the cost of buying wine. You get to choose the amount of money you would like to put aside each month and Virgin Wines top it up with 20% interest. That means for every £25 you save in your Wine Bank account, Virgin Wines will give you an extra £5 to spend. This quickly adds up, so the next time your wine rack looks a bit sparse, you can top it up with ease. Wine Bank allows you to order as and when you want with simple cancellation at any time. Virgin Wines also stand by the fact that if you don't enjoy every bottle, you get your money back. Bargain. 
You'll also have access to your own personal, friendly and dedicated wine advisor to help ensure you select bottles of wine you're guaranteed to love and free delivery comes as standard. For vegan food and living readers, Virgin Wines are currently offering 50% off your first vegan case and introduction to Wine Bank. To claim this offer, visit virginwines.co.uk forward slash vegan FL. Today, we're joined by Kath Short, who is a vegan PT and plant-based nutritionist. We were going to be joined by Heather Mills. Um, Unfortunately, there was a slight mix up and she is traveling and doing a talk in Brighton. Hopefully, we'll bring that to you next week. But Kath is here to talk all about weight management and staying healthy on a plant-based diet. Hi, Kath. How are you? Are you okay? Hi, Holly. Yeah, it's great to be back. Thank you for having me back on the show. Yeah, so we spoke to you back in, I think it was maybe series one or series two. It was a long time ago, wasn't it? Yes, yes, it was. Yes, it was. I think it was, was it last July, I think? Maybe, yeah. So almost a year ago. Um, So a lot of people feel that they will automatically lose weight and be healthier on a vegan diet, but that's not necessarily true. I think in in such a short space of time, we've been introduced to so many amazing new products, which is which is just brilliant for the vegan movement, isn't it? But oh, it really is. It, I mean, it's just so exciting the direction that it's going uh, on so many levels, but not necessary for the waistline. That's the problem, isn't it? Exactly, and and in terms of health, a lot of the products are you know quite high in salt and fat and things like that. Yeah. I mean, it was just, you know, five years ago and that, you know, that's sort of when around the time I went vegan, um, I know you've been vegan for a lot longer, but it was rare to see things like vegan bacon and chicken and beef strips or, you know, even burgers. We only kind of had Linda McCartney and, and V-Bites and a few others, didn't we? Yeah, absolutely. No, it's come on exponentially, but I, in a way, you know, I celebrate that. I think it's wonderful more and more people are going plant-based and um but yeah when I said before about waistline that is a true indication of of your health um you know you know if we're carrying weight on the thighs for example it's not a really it's not a worry as much but when it's around the waistline when it's that visceral fat you know that's when we are going to be more prone to certain diseases like diabetes and and heart disease so whilst i embrace all this uh the all the vegan options that are now available to us and i myself i i i embrace them when i need to do a quick meal for my family when we're rushing but you know ultimately they sh- they shouldn't be an everyday staple really um it depends though i say that you know there are i have seen some really healthy versions in the supermarket as well like bowl they're doing brilliantly with their with their um with their options that we've given and so i think that there are healthy versions out there you just got to know what you're looking for this is it and we're all in such a hurry aren't we you know we're rushing in the supermarket it's like looking for vegan 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 and, you know, you're sort of grabbing things, but you're not necessarily going to spend, you know, 10 minutes reading the labels of all these different options. Uh, and, and, you know, the danger is that we fall in the, into the trap of eating, you know, a lot of these processed foods, which aren't always the best for our health and are, like I said, in high in fat and high in salt and things like that. Um, so shall we today just delve into the subject of weight management on a vegan diet because I mean not 
everyone wants to lose weight, but people want to stay in shape, stay healthy, and just, you know, be optimizing their diet as a vegan. I know you follow a whole food plant-based diet, don't you? And there's so much evidence to suggest that this is the ultimate way of eating for our health. Yes, there is. There really is. Um, I think, um, the, you know, a lot of people don't like to to address the, how how clean their diet is. And they can almost get a little bit offended when you sort of start going into the nitty gritty of it. And, and a lot of people sort of think just being vegan is enough. And, and if that is for you, that's absolutely fine. But, you know, when it comes down to weight management, you have to look at the amount of calories you're eating. And that is on, that's across the board on any diet, on literally any diet. But the really great news about going whole foods plant-based is that you will naturally reduce your calorie intake. And that's because whole foods are naturally lowering calories. They tend to have more fiber. So something has more fiber and less fat, it's less calorific. So for example, fat is, I don't really, I don't really want to harp on about calories, but just to give you an idea, I don't want people to start sitting thinking, oh, counting calories, but to give you an idea, fat is nine calories per gram and protein and carbs are four calories per gram. So less than half. Now, whilst I don't want anyone to start counting calories today, it's it's uh, it's terrible process. I wouldn't recommend it on anyone. Very mind numbing and, and it just doesn't get you anywhere, really. And it's very, very inaccurate when you use the apps. But when you're aware that fat is more than double per gram in calories, then it makes you realize that when you go whole foods plant-based and you're naturally taking in less fat, you will reduce your calories because you'll have the same, visually the same amount of food, but it actually is less calorific. And it, it's pretty much as simple as that. It really is. It's not, it's, it's, there's nothing complex about it. There's, you know, it's really that simple. That sounds so good to me because I love food and the thought of, you know, sometimes the thought of having a small plate of food, I'm like, no, I want a, I want a big mound of food to tuck into. It's like my smoothie. My smoothies are literally, um, they're about, I think they're about half a litre and they're thick. I mean, they're really heavy. They've got so much fibre and protein in there um, and, and definitely food. Uh, healthy fats I'm not saying don't eat any fats you know nuts and seeds avocados all of those but in small amounts we don't need a whole avocado every day and huge bagfuls of nuts it's just knowing how much we need roughly and it is just a small handful of nuts a day and from that you will get enough healthy fats for you know that's all you need yeah. so, so I was just saying my smoothies are just absolutely enormous and and afterwards I'm really full they're so satiating um, and that's what we're looking for is food that fills you up. Yeah. Um, but and doesn't leave you hungry an hour or two later. So like if you were to have, say, um, a nutrient depleted takeaway, I, I do agree there are some healthier takeaways than others. But let, let's just take the worst of all. I won't, I'm not going to name it. Let's just think of a really, <laughs> really unhealthy takeaway food. And, and the chances are, or fast food, should I say? The chances are an hour or two later you're going to be hungry. Yeah, McDonald's. A, yes, exactly. I wasn't sure if I could name it. Yeah, I think, so, yeah. Let's let's do it. Okay, let's do even it. before yeah. I was vegan, you would you would have a McDonald's, mm. and it's, oh, even it's a vegan burger. Yeah. It, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Like after an hour, you're like, I feel like 
I feel really hungry and sort of empty. Yeah. It's like it's like cardboard. Well, there's two reasons for that. First of all, if it's not not a plant-based burger, there'll be less fiber. So it'll be less filling. And the other thing is, if it's nutrient depleted, then your body's still searching for nutrients. Does that make sense? So, right, it's, yeah. so it's telling you you're still hungry, even though your stomach's full, stuffed with, you know, your McDonald's. I don't even know yeah. what call them. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> big meal. Well, I don't know. Um, and so your stomach's full, but your 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 stomach's still telling you that it's hungry because it hasn't got the nutrient requirement. Oh my god, that's why it is. That's what it is. Light bulb, light bulb moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the thing is, there's so much confusion surrounding things like carbs and oils and fats and metabolism, fasting, exercise. I just, you know, even I find it confusing. And obviously, I I work in this field every day of my life. So I thought today we could just kind of try and cut through the noise. You know, you're obviously a nutritionist. You've you've been researching for, you know, obviously, we're good friends. And I know you've been researching plant-based eating for many years. I mean, how many years is it now? like 10 over nine yeah yeah nine or 10 years you'll read everything all the new research that comes out you are like on it um and obviously you know we're not here to preach um about you know what people should be eating I think it's just you know it's just kind of getting some clarity for for everyone because we're all quite confused um shall we start with carbs then so I'm confused about carbs. I think a lot of people are confused about carbs. Bread, potatoes, should we be cutting them out? Should we not? Like, what is the deal with carbs? Carbs are great. Carbs are are something that we need. You know, every cell in your body requires glucose. Glucose comes from carbohydrates. The question is where, oh, sorry, which carbohydrates you're eating. So if you can switch from white rice to brown rice, that's a very easy switch um, from white potato to sweet potato or butternut squash. Although I would say there's nothing wrong with eating potatoes, just as long as you're not eating the same thing every day, you know, mixing it up. Um, switching from white pasta to brown pasta or even to the gluten-free, you know, you've got lentil um, pasta, brown rice pasta. There's so many different pastas. One of my favorites um, is made from edamame beans. Um, and it's something like 45% protein. I mean, it's right. great. Um, so, you know, it's, it's making sure that you go for the healthier options. And, but also knowing that every cell in your body needs glucose. And you get those from carbohydrates. And your brain functions on carbohydrates it's primarily made of fat but it functions on glucose so if you go to a very low carb diet like a keto diet let's say you're starving your brain of its primary fuel glucose so you can get a bit foggy you know get a bit of brain fog because it's it's not getting the fuel it needs i have that all the time maybe that's what's wrong with me Why are brown carbs better than white carbs? Because you're using the whole grain. So if you think of uh, just 
think of a, a, a grain of wheat, let's say. Um, you've got the inside, the endosperm, which is the white powdery stuff inside. And then you've got the husk on the outside. And the, the external part of the grain is what is extracted uh, when it's processed and made into a refined flour, for example. So it's the fiber on the outside husk that um, brings additional nutrients. Um, it's the fiber that helps um, bowel movement, for example. You know, we know a high fiber diet is connected with um, lower rates of obesity and heart disease and the things I always mention. And so when we're not just taking that opportunity to have the extra part of the of the grain and that's all it is then we're missing a wonderful opportunity to have these additional nutrients to support our well-being so the the problem I often hear though from people is that they say well I don't like brown rice and I don't like brown pasta and I, I just say to them but just try it just keep going because the beauty of um of our gut is that it's very adaptable so our guts are very used to what we eat and the digestive enzymes and the gut bacteria adapt because of the foods we eat because of the environment we create for it so if we say to say right for the next two months i'm just going to have whole grains whether it's pasta, bread, rice, whatever, and just see how long it takes. And you will really quickly get used to it. Your taste buds will change. The gut bacteria will change. And it means that you you will literally adapt to it. You'll get used to it. It, It's really simple, but you have to just bear with it initially or do what I did, actually, which is do a bit of 50-50. So for my kids, they were, how old were they? I don't know, eight, something like seven and eight when I went started on this sort of healthy plant-based journey um and so I just cooked 50% white pasta and 50% brown and just gradually mixed it in until they just didn't really say anything didn't notice that's such a good idea I'm gonna try that <laughs> or if you're not sure just go for 25 75 and just yeah. gradually tip the balance and yes. see how it goes. and also making sure that it's not your plate isn't just piled high with pasta yeah. You know, make yeah. sure that half your plate is reserved for the vegetables. And you know, so you've got your vegetables, your protein, and your and your carbohydrates. Yeah. Um, when I say carbs, I mean you know, your potatoes, pasta, you know, there's obviously carbohydrates and vegetables and fruit, but you know, it's it's trying to think, you know, how what else can I do to this plate of food to give it a little boost? So for example, yeah. last I made a pesto pasta. The pasta was um, a wholemeal spaghetti. I made my own pesto, which is just basil and garlic um, and nutritional yeast, a few other bits and pieces. Um, And then I thought, okay, well, I know there's a bit of protein in here because there's protein in whole grains and there's protein in everything green that grows from the ground. I thought, but I want to give it an extra boost. So I just sort of chopped up some tempeh and put it with some tamari and you know, cook that up and sprinkled it on top <laughs> and just thought, okay, now I've got a bit of extra protein. I'm happy with that now. You know, and it took an extra couple of minutes. But it's yeah. just thinking, looking at your plate and thinking, okay, what are my healthy fats here? What are my healthy carbs? Where's my protein? Is this a complete meal? And it doesn't always, three meals a day, seven days a week have to be bang on. But yeah. if, you know, if you're getting it 70, 80% of the time, then you're doing great. Yeah. You know, fine. 
oils and fats are such a oh gosh, oh, oh. gosh they're such a difficult mm-hmm. subject. You know, I've interviewed so many people over the last sort of well, we're we're over a hundred episodes now, and some people will say coconut oil is is the devil's work, and others oh, will say, yeah. you know it's it's the one to go for should we be having avocados every day it's literally a minefield so I mean what do you do I know you kind of go low you know you don't cook with a lot of oil do you I don't I don't I do I'll tell you what I have in my cupboard honey I have (laughs) I have cold pressed extra virgin olive oil and I use that very sparingly. It takes us months and months to go through a bottle. Um, but we use that just if I, more if I'm entertaining, I think, because I want to please people's taste buds. But if I made a salad, I might add a little bit of olive oil to that. Um, but I keep it cold. Keep your cold pressed olive oil cold. And then you're going to keep as many nutrients as you can in it. Um, I would say I do use coconut oil, but I use it very, very sparingly. I think there's not enough evidence yet for me to really give you a a, a, a true answer. I don't want to, you know, give you false information. Um, I follow certain people who are very knowledgeable and do even more research than I do. Um, and, you know, people like Simon Hill, who you interviewed, and he has an amazing book out at the moment called The Proof, the Proof is in the Plant. And... You know, he recommends not using coconut oil and just using uh, olive oil. So it is, it is a tricky one. I would say if you can just use oil as little as possible, um, try and st- stay away from cheap seed oils. They tend to be quite high in um, omega-6 and very low um, and or non-existent in omega-3. Um, and we want to... We have to remember that oil is a, a an extraction. It's not a whole food. So I promote a whole food plant-based diet. So I shouldn't really promote using olive oil. It's not a whole food. You, raw olives, yes, absolutely. But olive oil, no. Coconuts, yes. Coconut oil, no. But we need to be practical. We need to make our lives a little bit easier. So there are times when you need to use them, but use them sparingly. But you can... You don't need to fry an, an onion, for example, in oil. Uh, I just use a little splash of water. Yeah. And you have to have your cup of water by the hob and you just keep topping it up as it's drying out. Um, and the end result, are you really going to notice if your chili is missing a tablespoon of oil? You are not going to notice. No. You are not going to notice at all. And in doing so, you've dodged uh, the transfer bullet because yeah. when you heat a good quality oil like 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 a cold pressed olive oil up to a high temperature you're you're changing the molecular structure of that oil and so you're creeping into trans fat zone <laughs> you know so that that's my view on it but i think the easiest thing to say is buy good quality oil and use it sparingly yeah and that's pretty much what i my advice at the moment it might change ask me again in a year I might have some (laughs) the thing is you know we've got to remember that that studies are being done all the time you know we are still learning about these things and you know even just five years ago things have come on so much we've learned so much more so just because someone said 
three years ago that, you know, use as much coconut oil as you want. It's great. It's natural. And now they're changing their mind. That doesn't mean that they were wrong. It just means that at the time they were using the evidence they had. And now we're learning more. There's so many studies. Obviously, so many people and so many more people are going plant based. So there's so much more research going into things. I do really listen to people that that research like farming, you know, and uh, uh, rich role. I, I really listen to these people because they they not only listen to the scientists, they're best buddies with the scientists. They know that they need to be them. Um, and so they do hours and hours of research. And I think, well, you know, they've they've done the research. And and I I think at the end of the day, you have to you have to think, especially with oil, these are additional calories that my body doesn't necessarily need. I'd rather get healthy fats from whole nuts and seeds. Yeah. A little bit of avocado that's where I'd rather get my healthy fats from and also remember that everything has small amounts of fats in it even spinach and people go crazy when I say that but it really does tiny tiny amounts but there are essential fats in spinach I think nature is is provided us with this bounty of this this beautiful plethora of vitamins and minerals and goodness and and not just that but delicious amazingly delicious foods everything is there that we need and then we man comes along and goes oh I'm gonna I'm gonna mess with that I'm gonna heat that and I'm gonna extract <laughs> that and I'm gonna mix a few chemicals in with that no <laughs> no but but you know we have to be realistic and we we want to um we have to make life easy for ourselves sometimes as well. We can't always be cooking from scratch. I totally understand that. And I don't, but I cook in batch. I, I cook in batches. So I've I've got enough. Like tonight, I've when, when I found out I was doing this podcast, I sort of quickly whipped up um, this chili and I've made a, a massive load of it. It literally took about 20 minutes, which which is not bad, I don't think. Um, and there's two, two or three nights worth of food there. Yeah. So, you know, it doesn't have to be complicated. It really, yeah. really, but it has to be tasty. It yeah. has to be tasty, especially if you're feeding friends and family. Definitely. Yeah. Oh my God. Like when you've got people coming around for dinner, you're like, oh, I have to convert them. I have to like make this amazing. But yeah, I think it is about packing that flavor in and also texture. Like I never, ever thought about texture before going vegan. I just, eat food but it needs you know if it's all just mush like over boiled vegetables or beans or whatever it's not gonna satiate you but adding some crunch or some you know thinking about things like that really kind of helps you feel full and feel satisfied can I tell you my new discovery I used it tonight for my chili right so um I bought uh a dried protein mint and I've tried a few, but this one I love. It's called Sunflower Hack. And it is really high in protein. So we always love something that fits high, naturally high in protein. Um, so it's processed. So anything that isn't in its completely natural state is processed to a certain degree. But this has no added ingredients, no preservatives, nothing. You add the flavor. So it's a bit like, you know, if you buy a chicken breast. Okay, yeah. So chicken breast, it's pretty plain. Like if you just boiled it, it'd be a bit boring, wouldn't it? Yeah. That's the same with certain uh, vegan foods. So this 
So it's called Sunflower Hack, and it's just a dried mince. You don't even need to rehydrate it before you cook it, which some dried minces you do. Um, so I, I'll try to quickly tell you what I did. I chopped my onion. You didn't answer me, but I'm going to tell you. Yeah, so do it. I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated. <laughs> I'd never heard of this brand. I chopped my onion uh, and then I grated some sweet potato and I fried that up and I added some garlic. Um, and then I added a, uh, oh, I added some my herbs and spices for the, for the chili. So some cumin, some paprika, some chili, um can't remember a few other bits and then I added a tin of chopped tomatoes um, I do use suma because there's no additional um preservatives and it's just really clean it's just chopped yeah tomatoes. love suma you can get that in those um suma in the co-op can't you yes yeah yeah and so I then literally just opened the pack of the dried sunflower hack mints tipped it in I added a splash of red wine, Holly. <gasps> oh, I know. Cass, you're going crazy. It's not even a Friday night. <laughs> um, so I put all that in. I added a couple of tablespoons of tomato puree, tomato paste, should I say. And yeah. I think that was pretty much it. Yeah. Oh, and a tin of black beans. Wow. Drained uh, and rinsed, obviously. And that was it. And it's, uh, well, I had a taste and it was, it's really good. So this mince acts like minced beef, obviously, but you're not exposing yourself to certain bacteria. So you're less likely to, um, to get food poisoning, let's say. Um, you don't have to worry about cleaning any utensils with from raw meat or, oh I know I hate any that. Of that I mean that's all gone yeah yes it is out of a packet but aren't you buying minced meat out of a packet yeah I mean this packet is actually cardboard so it's recyclable but yes there is the inner plastic yeah um so I'm really excited about things like that coming on the market that you can buy by weight and they probably already are maybe they are I, I haven't seen them yet um I'd be interested to know if they are but you know how exciting is that so Kath I know you've got a sweet tooth which I don't have mm-hmm. um I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing because I always feel a bit sad when I go to parties and people are like do you want a slice of cake do you want this and I'm like no I just I'm just not interested and people look at me like why and I know you do have a sweet tooth don't you so obviously you know on a whole food plant-based diet you're not going to be eating chocolate bars or cakes and things like that um how does it work so so sweet snacks give some give us some good examples that are not going to sort of pile on the pounds or be bad for us in terms of our health okay first of all holly i just have to say that whilst i do have a sweet tooth to a certain degree since i've changed my diet i don't have the sugar cravings it's slightly different so I will get satisfaction from a smoothie that's got a load of vegetables in it as well with my protein powder that is sweetened with stevia. And I'm satisfied. Whereas 10 years ago, I would have been rummaging through the jewels for the chocolate bars and the sweets and the, you know, the cats, dairy the milk. Cats. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's because my gut flora has changed. So it's not demanding the refined sugar. And I find that now if I do have something sweet, I can't eat very much of it. I find yeah. it 
too rich. So whilst I would still say I have a sweet tooth, it's satisfied very quickly. Yeah. And that's the difference, I think. So um, something, a go-to snack for me would be um, a medjool date, maybe with a little bit of almond butter with it. Um, one more thing, Holly, that I wanted to mention, uh, we're just talking about sugar, is is refined sugar. So if you just think of your basic white refined sugar, it's, it's, it's a real inflammatory food. And I think quite often, because it's not we can't see what's going on inside so it's so easy to ignore it isn't it but it really is anything whether it's like a skin condition or a stomach issue or arthritis or you know anything is going to be exacerbated with sugar so and I, I sort of try to help quite a few teenagers with their skin issues and whilst I don't think refined sugar is the initial cause of it it can make it more angry because that's what it does. It's I think of refined sugar as the aggravator. (laughs) (laughs) So um, really, if we can get that out of our diet as much as possible, and also refined sugar is what really feeds the bad bacteria in our gut. Um, I don't know how much that's been talked about on on the, on the podcast, Holly, but um, your gut flora, I know it's something I often mention, but you know, you've got your good bacteria and your bad bacteria, and there's always a bit of both, but we want to feed the good bacteria and we want to starve the bad bacteria. And every time we choose to eat refined sugar, we're literally just fueling up that bad bacteria. Every time we choose high fiber foods, we're fueling the good bacteria. Um, and I think more should be taught at school, maybe, maybe yeah. kids should be taught this at school. Um you know, maybe that's something that needs to be done because people just don't know about gut bacteria. No. But it's such a huge part of us and our immune system even. 70% of our immune system is is related to the good bacteria or bad bacteria yeah. in our gut. It is. And I think we're learning so much more constantly, aren't we? Especially, you know, in the last, even just in the last year, like about about the effect of gut bacteria on our yeah. Like you say immune system and our mental health and our all sorts so it's it's so important anyway um tell us about your courses because you are you've just launched a plant-based for weight loss course haven't you so people can yeah. access this for from wherever they are in the UK or worldwide which is amazing tell us about it okay so um yeah it's my my new baby. I'm very very proud of it. It's uh, I host it on a private Facebook page, and yes, it's called Plant Based for Weight Loss, and the four is with a number four. And um, it's actually a, a pilot group that I'm running at the moment. So I've just reduced the cost, um, just because it's the first time I've hosted a course this way. It's the first time I've not done it in person, um, and. Really, it's my way of being able to teach people, understand not only the importance of a plant-based diet, but then obviously how to do that. So I give you recipes, I give you tutorials. Today, I gave them all a tutorial on how to make a smoothie, which makes it seem very, very straightforward. But, you know, it's not actually to make a perfect smoothie. So I want to make sure people have all the information. Um, And it's a community where people post their wonderful creations that they've made people are just starting to do that because it only started this monday so it's it's new 
Um, but it's going very well. People are engaging. I'm, I'm also doing a weekly stretch class as well. Um, and all the recipes are all there from the start. So you can sort of get going straight away. But as the course goes on, it's for four weeks. As it goes on, every day we just address a different topic within the plant-based eating world. Um, tomorrow we're looking at dairy and plant-based milks. And then on Friday we're looking at the plant, a plant-based pantry. Um, because when, when you're new to plant-based eating, there are certain foods you may not have heard of, whether it's um, – liquid smoke for example that's yeah. one that nutritional people. yeast what on earth is that <laughs> yeah. so um yeah so every day I give give them a, a little nugget of information um and I tend to do that with a live video and with a uh, a pdf so they can print it off uh, or they can watch me waffling all about it <laughs> I, I try and keep it I try and keep it short because I have so much to say I try and keep it down to even if you've been vegan for a long time, sometimes you just need a refresher. You just need some good recipes. You know, like we started off the podcast saying, there's so many processed foods out there now. And it's it's really easy to fall off the wagon. And suddenly you're cooking, you know, a chicken curry with vegan chicken or, you know, meatballs and spaghetti, which is fine, you know, now and again, but it's just, if it's every single night, you're not getting the nutrients that you could be from a whole food plant-based diet. So, you know, you're offering so much information there. Mm -hmm. So your website is raw for fitness with a a number for me. Is that right? So raw, R-A-W, then the number four fitness dot me. And uh, I think if you just go to the navigation titles at the top, there's one that says online nutrition course, I think. <laughs> I think it's called that, <laughs> online nutrition. And and then all the information is on there. And if they'd like to sign up to my newsletter, roll down to the bottom and there's a newsletter sign up form. Thank you so much, Kath. And, you know, Heather Mills may have stood me up, but you have been absolutely fantastic standing in for her today oh pleasure and thank you so much for having me on again it's been so enjoyable thank you Polly well that's it from us for this week thank you so much for listening as always and don't forget to like and subscribe and also follow us on instagram at simply vegan podcast and at vegan food and living molly and i are back on tuesday we're going to be talking about ayurvedic eating and how we can certain things throw us out of balance we're going to also be doing our usual food reviews and talking about the controversial news stories that are in the press at the moment see you next week Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code presson25 at checkout for 25% off impress manicure and presson falsies. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.